0: Welcome to the Lead More Podcast. I'm your host, John T. Meyer. The Lead More Podcast is the show where we sit down with leaders of today to help inspire leaders of tomorrow because I believe the world needs more leaders. And if you're listening, I want you to be the next one. I believe you can, you are, you're ready. Hopefully this show can help you. And in this episode, I actually took a little bit of a tangent, it's one of the solo episodes, but I'm trying to embrace some of the things that make me a great leader and apply that here on this podcast. I love having a podcast because I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. Obviously you listen to it because you want to learn from leaders, but I encourage you to give this one a try. It's a short episode. And what I tried to do is recap uh, an experience I had last week where I went to New York City for a conference called NFT NYC. This space of NFTs or the greater crypto or the greater web three space is something that's very fascinating to me that I've been really diving into this year and maybe a hint could be what I do next. honestly don't know yet. But I talk about all of that and more in this episode where I try to unpack that experience, sort of explain my observations, while also trying to educate you on some of the terms if you've heard of an NFT or blockchain or Bitcoin or Ethereum or maybe even Web3. So we talk about all that. And also, I offer um, a call to arms. If you need help or want to dive in, I'm ready and willing to help you. So a little bit of a different episode of Lead More Podcast, but I think you're going to enjoy it. So with that, listen to me, John T. Meyer, here on the Lead More Podcast. Hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the Lead More Podcast. I'm excited to do something a little bit different for this episode. Um, In the spirit of leadership, I think for my personal leadership journey, there's There's two things as I've grown older and got a little more self-aware. There's two things that I maybe um, am best at, at being a leader. The first one is this bucket of authenticity and transparency. I know the word authentic is so overused, but my team often tells me, friends, family tell me, you know, we just know, we know who you are. We know what we're going to get from you. You're consistent, you're open, you're transparent. My team says I share sometimes maybe too much, um, And so this is one aspect of that bucket is I want to to be authentic and transparent about where my head's at right now and sort of that what's next for John after Lemonly. We're getting dangerously close to the end of the year. Uh, And the answer truly is I still don't know. Um, But this gives you at least a look inside what my head or what I'm thinking. The second bucket is I think I'm a leader who does a good job of bringing everyone along, being very inclusive, making sure every, every voice is heard, that people can raise their hand, um, and that nobody gets left behind, right? I think my best skill is believing in other people and getting them hyped up to believe in themselves and um, excited for the next thing. So I'm saying that first with two pieces of context. Talk about transparency and authenticity, what's in John's head. And also, I don't want I want to I want to make things easy to understand and everyone to be included. So that's the groundwork for um, what started actually as a Twitter thread. And so, for a little bit of context, last week I was in New York City at a big, big tech conference called NFT NYC, and this was I don't know maybe ten thousand plus people. I actually didn't even have a ticket to the conference. Uh, I just showed up. I was only there in New York for forty eight hours with the goal of meeting people in this new. Web3 crypto NFT space. And I'll explain that in a second. Um, I went there probably knowing four people and I left, you know, knowing a dozen plus people. So uh, it's a fascinating um, time right now. And let me kind of, I'll unpack the Twitter thread, but it reminded me so much. In 2009, I was uh, just one year removed from college. I was working at Accenture in a corporate consulting job. And In late 08, I had found Twitter. I stumbled onto Twitter in 2008. I was using it at that time for, I had a Minnesota Twins blog. So I actually would um, write and blog about my favorite baseball team, the Minnesota Twins. And so I thought Twitter was really cool. And I met a guy who also was working on the client that I was working at Accenture, he worked actually for the company. And he was their social media person. He ran social media for Best Buy. The company that um, that I was that was my client in the consulting game, and he told me he's like, "You got to go to this event. It's called South by Southwest. It's in Austin. Just book a ticket and go." And this was very like uh, not uh, like, like a, a non traditional move for me at the time. So, um, twenty three years old, I book a flight, I take PTO, and I fly to Austin for four four to four or five days, knowing knowing nobody to attend this event. Um, just the one guy. And that event changed my life. It exposed me to entrepreneurs who I now know. I met my, what eventually became my CEO coach, Dan Martell, there in 2009. All these people, and what was so cool about that time period, if you were, um, you know, in business at that time, and you can remember back 12 years. It was this advent of like the social mobile era, what people now call you know Web two. So Web one was you know we're online, we can dial up, we can create web pages and create content and and publish very much like a a read experience. You could go to a website and you could read something. Um, Web 2 was a read and write experience, meaning you could not only read things, but you could also write your own things. You could say on Twitter that you're having a sandwich. You could go to Facebook and connect with your friends and share pictures, right? So this new era of the web, a read and a write experience. And in 09, so many people were just, I want to be involved. I want to make something. I want to join a company. I want to start something. People, You would just meet people because of you followed them on Twitter, and there was just this infectious energy. It was very, very um, contagious. And so NFT NYC last week reminded me, I felt like I went through a time machine 12 years ago. The energy is just off the charts right now. Um, I met a guy who had just quit his job at Airbnb. Previous, Prior to that, he worked at Facebook. Super smart tech uh, employee. He's like, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to do something in this space. Uh, and that's sort of kind of what I've been saying right now. I'm unemployed in about 50 days. I don't know what I want to do. But I think it might be something in this space. I just need to figure out which piece of the puzzle uh, I, can, I can fit into. And so people are excited. People want to learn. Uh, people want to help. Let me unpack uh, what this Web 3 thing is. I've, been trying to, I've even tried to explain it to my wife, Paige, so this is good practice. So I talked about Web 1 being this read experience. right? You could publish the web and you could just read it amazon.com was you know e-commerce but there was all these all these companies became dot .coms you would go consume content then web 2 was this social sort of community experience where you could read and write connect share post but all the value was being captured by the companies right basically the five big companies that run the internet today facebook or meta right they have facebook instagram whatsapp um, certainly amazon netflix Google, Apple, these core companies that basically run and own the whole internet. So the value is being captured by these platforms, but the content was actually being created by you, by the people, by us. And, and so now what Web3 is trying to do is be read, write, and also own. And so through, through mechanisms like tokens or NFTs, um, People can have a piece of the pie through cryptocurrency, through the blockchain technology. People can own a piece of what they're creating. And, and I'm still learning this. So I'm not going to get too technical on this. This is a podcast about leadership. But the way to think about it right now, if you've heard these words, there's maybe three areas of Web3. There's NFTs, which are not just JPEGs. These are not just pictures of toads and monkeys and punks. They're so much bigger. Basically, anything can be an NFT. And many things will be an NFT in the future. Happy to talk about that offline with you. There are things called DAOs. That's a digital autonomous organization. And a lot of people are calling this, is this the new LLC? Instead of forming companies, people will form DAOs, where people will get together with a set of skills or a focus and accomplish a task or a mission or basically be this autonomous organization where people vote and have voting rights. But there is no CEO. There's no org chart. Uh, People contribute. They can come in and out. Interesting. Uh, I have some questions about it, but very interesting. And then a third bucket of Web3 called DeFi, and that's for decentralized finance. Basically, they want to the, the Web three uh, people in this space want to rebuild the financial system, eliminate the mid- middleman, have it be more trusted, more uh, decentralized, um, and build it in a way where um, it can be faster. It can be um, more lucrative for the individual, and and uh, a lot of interesting space uh, stuff going on in this space that you can tell I'm still learning it myself. So, Web three. Three core areas that when I met people out in this conference, they're working in one of these three, or off, often the projects will touch multiple buckets: NFTs, DAOs, DeFi. So the next observation is that crypto never sleeps, or Web three. We'll I'll kind of use these terms interchangeably to describe the space. And what I mean by that is Web three has this weird, weird way of making you feel like you're never working. It's it's really it's fun, it's playful. It there's this great line from Chris Dixon, an investor at A16Z, who says the future will first look like a toy. So when you come across something like an NFT of a, a bored ape, you're like, what the heck is this? This is just a game, this is a toy. Well, that's how usually things start to look first and then eventually become you know, the way we do business. And so it feels fun, like you're never working, while simultaneously feeling like you're always working. Because part of what makes crypto unique is it never sleeps. There's no ring the bell and the market opens. It's 24-7, 365. You can always go to Coinbase and see if your coins are going up or going down. You can buy, you can sell. There's Discord channels, conversation happening You know, morning, noon, and night. People all around the world, different time zones involved in this space. So it's fascinating. It's, it's exhilarating while also being exhausting and, and very interesting. A couple of places I encourage people to start an incredible podcast and newsletter called Bankless. Check out Bankless. Subscribe to their free newsletter. They also have a paid, um, kind of paid community. And there's a really cool um, if you want to if you want to dig your hands in and more just like uh, get dirty. And we'll put this in the show notes. Uh, a, a, a site called Rabbit Hole. If you want to go down the rabbit hole of crypto, you actually get rewarded. You earn tokens, which AKA means money for doing these tasks. Basically, getting paid. You know, earn to learn, learn to earn, I should say. So by learning these things and doing these tasks, you earn tokens. Uh, My next observation, as I said in my tweet, is people want to help people. So when I got out there, there are some people who are amazingly smart at this and know so much and are really brilliant in what's going on in this space. But to be honest, the vast majority of people are just beginners like you and me. Um, they don't know they want to learn. They want to, um, they want to get better. But the, the point is to make sure, be willing to raise your hand, to ask your questions and sort of embrace that beginner mindset, come to this space with a fresh set of eyes. Um, and, and, and that's okay. Don't feel like you missed out or don't let the FOMO. Uh, I've heard that a lot. Like, I don't understand it. So I'm just going to sit this one out. This one is, a. Uh, I would encourage you not to sit this one out. Um, but it's okay if you're a noob, and it's okay if you want. I am too. Um, we're so early. We're just in the early innings of this game. And so jump in. There are people who want to help. And then the next observation is, and this is why I wanted to go to NFT NYC, is moving from URL to IRL to use these acron- acronyms. So instead of a website, a Discord server, a chat room, uh, a Twitter feed, everything still is always better IRL in real life, right? I wanted to shake hands. I wanted to meet somebody instead of just a, uh, an avatar of somebody's uh, crypto punk or bored ape. I wanted to meet them in person and say hi, introduce myself. I'm a soft skill uh, people person. Those are my, those are my strengths. Um, and this was a really great way to do that. Nothing beats a handshake in my mind. And so it's cool to connect these worlds. So much of the world and community and business is happening online and that's not gonna go away, but still value that IRL communication, meeting people and having dinner, breaking bread together. All right, so the last thing is sort of embracing this, this web three frontier. So it's really, a it's a wild ride right now, but it's the perfect time to get involved. Um, the way we think of work is, is being redefined in our eyes right now. Who we work with, where we work, what we work on, uh, it's, it's very fascinating. Like I said, I don't know what I'm going to do next after Lemonly, uh, but I've definitely you know caught this this Web3 bug. And I, and I think uh, something in this space is, is going to be interesting. There's, there's an opportunity to, to educate, to learn, to teach, to design clarity, which, remember, is the exact mission of what we do at Lemonly. Um, so bring people along to onboard. You know the first steps include um, buying buying Ethereum. So download the Coinbase app and buy some Ethereum, and then download an app, a wallet like a wallet called MetaMask, and then you can transfer that Ethereum to MetaMask, and then buy an NFT. And, and I realize this sounds like a foreign language, and so there's so much opportunity here for designers, for storytellers, for marketers, for educators to explain this stuff because everything I just said right there is, is pretty confusing and pretty complex, right? There's a lot to unpack just to kind of get into the space, but I encourage you not to be um, dismayed or, or overwhelmed by that. So that's the Twitter thread that I went on uh, a little bit about my observations from NFT NYC. And I wanted to put that down as a lead more episode, which might be a little, you know, a tangent, Um, but hits to, again, the things that I think I do best as as a leader, which are um, be open and authentic about what's going on in my head, sort of a part two of what's next for John, but also try to bring others along. Um, If you're listening to this and you've been a follower of the Lead More podcast, hit me up and send me a DM on Twitter. Um, Shoot me an email, John at Lemonly. I would be super happy and willing to jump on a Zoom call, explain any of this, help you download your um, MetaMask wallet or buy your first uh, token of Ethereum, whatever it might be. Um, I'm very much in the learning phase and the best way to learn is to teach. And so with that, I'm sort of um, probably, I'm not announcing anything, but really staking claim to that this is something that really interests me and something that I'm going to continue to dive deeper into. And I hope that some of this This episode could serve as a little bit of a primer or sort of some basic uh, uh, onboarding to the Web3 world. I'd also encourage you to go back and check that episode with Kyle Tutt when we went through terms um, and talked about how leaders can embrace this new world. Um, Kyle Tutt from Piñata. So check that out as well. That's it for this episode of the Lead More podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I encourage you to go to Apple, click subscribe. Go to Spotify, click follow. Thank you so much. Take care and be well.